0: this is the new lol podcast and i am karen stewart my goal is to challenge you motivate and encourage you to live your life boldly as a christian out loud do me a favor if you find anything of value any motivation any encouragement help me spread the word like this share it on all your channels and thanks for listening let's get started We are, of course, approaching probably one of the most contentious elections in recent history. For me personally, it just feels like each major election cycle just gets worse and worse, and not even so much in terms of the outcome or results, but just in the polarization and division and the negativity from every single place you turn. I remember during the 2016 election cycle. That was the time when I actually consciously decided to get off social media. At that time, um, the only people who were quote-unquote friends of mine on social media were people who I had encountered through ministry or my immediate family. So the majority, overwhelmingly, of these people were all allegedly Christians. And I cannot even put into words the feeling that I had, every time I got on there and endured what seemed like the most vitriolic assault of staggering negativity, I'm telling you, it felt to me like I was drinking from a fire hose that was flowing with thick black sludge. That's just the best way I can describe it. And my heart was just overwhelmed and hurting as I watched the so-called body of Christ behave in ways that in no way brought glory to our alleged king. So I just decided I needed to extricate myself altogether. I figured I would just give it some time, get on the other side of the election season, and people would calm down and kind of come back to themselves a little bit and move on. But that just didn't seem to happen. And what I thought then was by far one of the worst displays that I had ever seen in my lifetime. That sadly has been eclipsed in this season as I have watched one extreme, which is turning on and attacking each other if you dare disagree with political or social ideologies, to the other extreme, which is fear and dread that somehow this one election that we're facing is going to cause the entire nation and everyone in it to either succeed or, and be saved or completely be destroyed. And again, I'm not talking about the world. The division that I see happening right now is within the so-called body of Christ. And, and it begs the question, whose side are you on? Um, One of the reasons why I love reading the Bible so much is that it really does have some of the most wild and amazing stories. You've heard me say that before, and when i read it i literally feel like i'm entering a scene in a in a movie or in an adventure there's always like this amazing and fantastic voyage is going on and sometimes when you read really slowly and take the time to read with the holy spirit which should be happening all the time you see things that you never saw before and sometimes it can really make you stop and go hmm so there's a scene in the book of Joshua, chapter 5, right before he has the battle of Jericho. At the end of the chapter, it says this. Now it came about when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted up his eyes and looked, and behold, a man was standing opposite him with his sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? And he said, no. That was his answer. No. Now, this was not a yes or no question. It was an either or. It was a multiple choice with two options. Are you A for us or B for them? And his answer is no. In other words, I'm not for either one of you. He went on to say in verse 14, "Rather I indeed come now as captain of the host of the Lord." In other words, I'm not on either one of your side, I'm on God's side. And in Joshua's mind, this man who appears in front of him with a sword in his hand, which indicated he was prepared for battle. That could only mean that he was on one of two sides. He could either be for them or against them. What other position could there be? What other reason was he coming to him like that? And doesn't that sound familiar? You either on one side or you on the other side. In our country today, if you do not agree with me, you are against me. Period. If you do not agree with me, you can only be my enemy. No matter what side I am on, if you are not on the same side that I am on, you are completely and totally wrong. So let me align this more with today's narratives, like how this would play out today. Are you Republican or Democrat? No. Are you liberal or conservative? No. Are you for Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter, or All Lives Matter? No. Are you Baptist or Methodist? No. Are you Presbyterian or Pentecostal? No. Now, here's the thing about this story. It's widely believed that Joshua experienced something called a theophany, which was one of the many actual physical manifestations of Jesus himself in the Old Testament. And what he said to Joshua then is exactly what he is saying to us now. It does not matter what group you decide to align yourself with, what label you choose to define yourself by, or what you decide to believe. If you call yourself a Christian, that means you have chosen to be a voluntary subject of a kingdom which cannot be shaken and a king who is above all other kings. It means that you have willingly subjected yourself to submit to the rule, the authority, and the pleasure of that king, and that your allegiance is to him and no one or no thing else. Jesus said in Matthew 6, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will hold to the one and despise the other. I am not saying that Christians should not vote do not say that that's what I'm saying. I am not saying that Christians should not care to see godly laws in effect. What I am saying is that I don't care what laws are passed, and I don't care who is in office. There is salvation in no one else but the one and only King who is Jesus Christ the Lord. Some of us might need to repent and turn around and come to ourselves and shake ourselves and pledge our allegiance, not to our nation even, and our flag. I know this is getting to be a bit much, but we need to pledge our allegiance to our king and to his kingdom, which shall reign forever. I know that this sounds a little radical. I get it, but it's time for the church to be the church, and this is a call to action. Stop idly repeating the words of the Lord's Prayer and truly start to agree with Him when you pray, Kingdom of God come and will of God be done. If you are going to choose a side, don't let yourself be deceived. The end of this story has already been written. You know what it is? The kingdoms of this world shall become the kingdom of our Lord and of his Christ, and he shall reign forever and ever. If you say that you are a Christian, that is what you signed up for. That is the side you are on, and that is where your allegiance, your passion, and your loyalty lies. And if that is true, can I tell you something else? The whole of creation is groaning and waiting right now for you to stand up and start living that truth on that side right now, out loud.